Just Talk Conversations. Ladies, welcome ladies, how are you? Hi, great. how are you? This is gonna be, I'm doing great. This is gonna be one of those programs that is gonna light the world up, one person at a time that watches it. This is Color Code, or Color Your World, from a red-blue, blue-red perspective. Nobody knows what that means, so I'm, we're gonna tell them what that means. But basically, it's people science, it's personality assessments, it's those sort of matters. You've done personality assessments before, right, Vicki? Correct. Yes, Chandra? I have. I think they should know who you folks are before we start getting into the conversation. I'm so excited to talk, I because <laughs> I know you, I think everybody else knows you, right? <laughs> so first, we're gonna start with Vicki Kalias. And Vicki, you have an incredible job over there at MGM Resorts International that keeps you very busy, is that true? That's correct. And if I were to call you Director of Learning and Development Design, Mm -hmm. at MGM Resorts International, did I get that right? That's correct. Okay, and what is the most exciting part about what you do? I think my employees and working with them. I knew you were gonna say that, because mm -hmm. you have a great connection with your team, your staff. That's correct. Very cool. And then we have Marshonda Johnson. Marshonda Johnson, you've got an incredible background in the hospitality industry as well, but now you're the president of your own company. Yes, I am. And how long have you been doing that? Um, I'm coming up on one year, actually on July 5th. Okay, and as president of MDC? Professional Services. Okay, and that means you do what? Um, I basically contract myself out as an executive um, to different companies that would like me to streamline their processes and come in and um, help with the things that they need. You know what we call that at Just Talk? A loaned executive. That's you loan out your executive yes. services, right? And it would be me, yes. And you get to charge what you want to charge. I do. We're going to have to check out your rates later. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's go. So welcome to the two of you. And I, I, I want to set the premise so the, the people that are tuning in, they can tell exactly what we're up to. We're going to have an empowering conversation. And what that conversation is going to do for all of us is going to help us raise the quality of our ability to build great relationships. I call that building relationship equity. I also call it mastering the art of relationships. And that's gonna take in personal, professional, mental, spiritual, sometimes physical, and definitely emotional. Yes. And so many people, believe it or not, don't realize that they really are the best part of how to make that magic happen. And color code is one of those, that, those assessments that can help us do that. And color code, the model is when you get yourself, you get others. So the first thing we're gonna do is talk about getting ourselves. Then the second thing we're gonna talk about is getting over ourselves, right? Yes. Which can be hard if you don't get yourself in the first place. True. When I say that to you, what comes to mind for you, Marshawn, when I say we're gonna talk about getting yourself then getting over yourself? Um, getting myself, looking in the mirror, someone helping me with my truth to see something that maybe I didn't see. Exactly. And then getting over it and realizing it's constructive Criticism and it's going to help me be a better me. Exactly, and we call that mirror economics. Here yes, just we do. Talk. When you get to look at the <laughs> economical perspective of looking in that mirror, oh yes, and telling the truth about what you see, right? Right. And that's really where it's all at. When I say that same thing to you, Vicky, when I talk to you about getting yourself and then getting over yourself, what comes to mind for you? I think it's um, well. I will agree with Marshanda in regards to it's a self-assessment. It's actually you see yourself in one way, however, you really need someone to view you and tell you the truth about how you're perceived and what you need to do differently as a result to become successful in what you desire. It's well said too, Vicki, because we can't see ourselves. 
That's correct. And those of us that feel like we're willing to do our homework, we're willing to do what it takes, we're willing to go the hard road, we're willing to ensure that the people that we connect with, we bring our very best. Oftentimes, from a red-blue perspective, we think we're right. <laughs> Almost all the time, if not all the time, am I right or not? Yeah. Yeah. So when, you, when I say that, and I'm going to explain the range of the color code dynamics, but before I do that, Vicki, from a red-blue perspective, and I make that statement about thinking we're right, if not all the time, almost all the time. What do you think about that? Well, I, I, I think I have high competence in regards to what I do. I just have to put into check my character and my personality traits that align with the other people I'm communicating with. Right, so. the matter, the circumstance, the situation, the yeah. severity of it on a shifting scale and how you show up in that. Right. Or right. not. I think right. it's a result of trust. I agree. So, yep. And you have to build that. You've got Absolutely. to earn it. And you don't just want you, once you get there, ladies, you don't get to stay there. You still have to keep earning, am I right or not? That's, yes, that's right. Yeah. So when I say that to you, Marshawn, and I talk about building relationship equity, and from a red-blue perspective, what does that mean to you? Um, being I am a red-blue, and Vicki mentioned trust, um, you have to wonder how you leave them feeling. Yes. When you walk into a place and when you leave a place, um, what are they going to say or how are they going to feel? Sure. Um, so being a red-blue, sometimes, like Vicki mentioned, you come off. We're very confident, but if another person doesn't know where we're coming from and don't understand us, that can come off um, a little bit intimidating. And it's very, and you, you're being, now you, this is what you, <laughs> that's what you call a euphemism. And right. It's not a little bit intimidating, it's a lot of bit <laughs> mm -hmm. intimidating. Mm -hmm. We have someone in the chat room, and then I'm going to explain exactly the different uh, definitions of the different colors for those people that are tuning in. But Lisa, who's in the, who's in the chat room with us? We have a couple of questions here. We have one first from Bruno. He said, what exercise would you recommend to work on controlling our emotions when dealing with others? Ooh. I know. Do you want some of that, yeah. Vicki? Well, <laughs> Vicki says, I know that one. Well, actually, this is an exercise that Jesse had um, mentioned to me in in an area where I'm with people, and it gets emotional, and you have to be in check of how you show up, how you look. So when I want to say something or I'm emotional, I think of something that makes me very happy. At and that as, very moment. At that very moment, and as a result, my facial expressions <laughs> are perfect. Um, I don't show that I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? So. That's, that was the exercise that I did. It's no, like the golf. No, that's huge. That's huge. So what Vicky's saying, what Vicky's saying is when you're in a situation, Bruno, when something happens and you need an exercise to help you not necessarily display what's not ready to be aired yet, right. what you want to do is you want to have a place that you can go to. We call that the tee off. Yeah. Like those that really love golf love to tee off. And they, they typically know all the holes that they've ever played, the brilliant hole. So teeing off. So Vicky has something that she's put in place. It's not teeing off because golf's not your thing, but maybe it's someone dear to you that you love and you think about them the moment that that, that situation arises because otherwise you are too truthful. 
both of you two ladies are too truthful. And even if you don't say anything, it's going to show up all over your face and in your body reaction. What do you think about that, Oh, oh absolutely. Um, you called me out on it when I first <laughs> met you because um, you didn't know how to take me. I process things, and I have to put myself in check because everyone's personality is different, but I take myself to a happy place, and then I can relax in it and then move forward. And actually, it wasn't that I didn't know how to take you. I had to decide how I was going to speak to it. Yes. Because the relationship you... was so new, I wanted the re relationship to work, so I was gingerly about how to respond because you two are red blues and I'm a blue red. So it is not like it's outside of me to respond and just tell it like it is. <laughs> we can't have two people telling no, like cannot. it is at a heavy level yes. when we're seeking to, to get to the bottom of the truth, right? Right. Mm -hmm. right? One of us has to find a way to yield so that your strong personality you two are what we call a heavyweight. I'm a heavyweight on the, on the color code scale, and I'll explain that in a second. Lisa, I believe we answered Bruce's question. Is there someone else in the chat room? Yes, there's one more. We have Cher in the chat room. She says, can you be one color regarding personal matters and another color regarding professional matters? Oh, I'll let Marshonda handle that one. I'll go in after Marshonda laughing about the What does that look like for, for Cher? Yes, you can be. Um, on a professional level, I am all the way red, motivated um, by power, by um, my power confidence, getting, things, getting done. things done, being um, confident in it, um, a go-getter and expecting everyone else to be the same way and they're not. And on a personal um, level, I'm blue and that's more intimacy. I, I care about people, I, I nurture. Um, I'm a very loyal person and the things that I do is, is very qualified. And so you can be that way at work, and you may not be quite as intense at home or in your personal life. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying, depending on the situation. But you, yes. feel, you feel similar to that, Vicki, or something well, different? Well, I think that I have the same characteristics at home and at work. Okay. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Is that good or bad? Because you're married now. Yeah, well... I don't know if it oh, matters. Yeah. Maybe I should Vicky, ask my husband. Vicky's like, am I thinking for my husband or am oh, I thinking for myself? Yeah. Which is it? Well, I think, I don't know if it's bad or good. I'm just saying that it's good now for both situations. I don't think it is either bad or good. Right. I think it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point of all of this. Mm -hmm. we're, de we're, de we're deciphering and decoding what it is. Right. The one thing that I have to say, though, is it's the choices you make. And I do make different choices now. Yes. But I think my characteristics are basically the same. I just choose to do something Absolutely. You choose by design. So mm -hmm. let's say this. Whites are motivated by, they, they do not like conflict or confrontation. Uh, so they'll do anything they can do to get out of it. Uh, reds are motivated by the power of getting things done. Right. Blues are motivated by intimate conversations, and they like being understood and yellows are motivated by fun. So what this is all about is what motivates your behavior, what motivates your character, why you do what you do. And there's so many people that have no clue why they do what they do. Looks like we have another person in the chat room before we go further. Yes, we, it's Mad Maddie, and she says, non-controlling, however, red is controlling. How is that possible? Say that question one more time. She said, I'm a yellow-red. Yellow is fun. Um, I'm non-controlling, however, red is controlling. How is that possible? That's possible because you have four different distinctions of the color code. 
your largest color, let me back up, what happens is you take this assessment, it'll take you typically between 25 and 45 minutes, depending on how analytical you are. When you take the color code assessment, it'll, it'll give you your results. Your results, uh, in your results, it's about a, anywhere between a 21 and a 26 page rollout that you get, which the two of you know that very well. And at the top of the rollout, it's going to give you your strengths and your limitations, which we're going to talk about here very shortly. It'll give you your strengths and your primary and your limitations in your primary. It'll give you your strengths in your secondary color and your limitations in your secondary color. Then it'll give you the third and fourth colors, strengths and limitations as well. But the lion's share or the largest share of what dictates you know, how you behave and how you show up is in your primary and your secondary. That's why we call ourselves blue-red or white-blue or yellow-blue, yellow-white, whatever it is. So you'll get a pie chart of your results. And the largest percent percentage will be your primary. The next largest percentage is your secondary. Nice. So Maddie's talking about being a yellow-red. Well, Maddie is one of those kind of ladies. She's, I, first off, I happen to know this lady. She's a, she's a former executive of MGM Resource International as well. She actually worked at Bellagio as a pit manager for, well, since they opened. Mm -hmm. And she came from the Mirage before that. I don't want to tell Maddie's age, but she pro she's probably been around, I don't know, doing that stuff 38, 40 years or so. <laughs> well, you're telling her age. Now I'm telling her age. <laughs> Vicky told on me. Yeah. Vicky's being red, blue. She, yeah. She's calling it like it is. <laughs> she calls them like she sees them. Good call, Vicky, and it's true. So, but Maddie is one that would, she, she, she could actually have a battle with herself because on one side of her, she wants to have fun. She's motivated mm -hmm. by doing things that are fun. The other side, she's a get it done kind of girl. But having to know Maddie, she actually separates the two very well. She's softer on her limitations stronger on her strengths, and she takes in more of the disposition of the blue and the white that she doesn't have. She's not looking for a fight, but if you want one with Maddie, you're going to get one. So there is no real conflict there with this particular person, but if the yellow, if the yellow red is not advanced in understanding themselves, they have a, con a conflict with themselves all the time. Because part of them wants to go have fun, and the other part wants to get something done. Well, you can't really do both. You have to do one or the other. So that's a good one. Another one in the chat room. I do. Share. Where can others take this assessment? The best place to take the assessment as far as work, well, you can take it from the Color Code uh, website. It will be colorcode.com. But we also recommend that you contact Lisa first at Just Talk and Lisa Listen because when you talk to us, before you take the assessment, we're going to have some conversation for you, and then we can guide you through how best to get the best results. So... That would be uh, just talking Lisa Listen is the best place to, to be able to take the color, color code assessment. But I want to talk about strengths and limitations. Oh, looks like there's somebody else in the chat room. Yes, Joni. Joni says, what is the difference between red, yellow, and yellow, red? It, that depends on the percentages. Yeah. Right. So the difference between red, yellow, and yellow, red could be vast. Mm -hmm. You could have someone that's 60% yellow and a 20% red. And then you can have someone that's a 33% yellow and a 32% red. Mm -hmm. If you have someone with a large color layout, like 60%, and then their secondary is down, say, around 20%, they might qualify for what we call a purist. A purist is someone that has so, such a dominant primary that the secondary is enough that they have no second. Mm -hmm. Their primary dominates. And so even though they may be the same color, that doesn't mean... That, they're, that, they're, that they are apart, or it actually doesn't mean that they are the same. It, it all depends on the, rate, the, the percentages. 
You guys agree? Yes, I do. Yeah. The other thing is you can have introverted yellows and extroverted yellows. Yes. You could have these things we call filters, where people are, the filters affect the quality of your character too. Socioeconomic status, birth order, uh, religious, cultural, all these other influences can have an influence on your, not can, will have an yes. influence on your character along with character code. At least there's someone else in the chat room. No, there isn't. Sorry, my, my bad. Okay, no worries. <laughs> so now we get to have a conversation so they can dial into this. Let's talk about our strengths and limitations. Let me lay out a few. I did some homework on you two girls. And here's what I found out, if you don't mind me sharing. On the strengths, uh, Vicki, tell me if this resonates to, with you. Action-oriented, determined, leader. Yes. Which of those resonates the most with you, if anyone? I think... I don't know if I could measure which one. I think they're all equal. Depends on the circumstance. There you go, shifting priorities. Yeah. I like it. So you have all those strengths, those are yours, mm -hmm. and it depends on the situation on whether you engage them. Right. I like it. What about limitations? It says bossy, demanding, impatient. <laughs> yeah, I have all three of those too. Yeah, no doubt about it. You, oh, seem wow. to, you seem to be more connected with those limitations. You were like, yep, that's okay, that's me. Yeah, but I just want to make it clear too, like you said, there's a percentage. So I am dominant red, <laughs> but I do have a very high blue. <laughs> so when having a very high blue means that in your, prime, in your secondary of your blue and the strengths, it says intuitive, which mm -hmm. I know you are, Caring and loyal. See, that caring part can yes. mitigate some of that red dominant, yeah. <laughs> yes. right? Mm -hmm. And you have a healthy percentage. You have 32% red and 29% blue. Yeah. So oh. you can modulate that yeah. quite well. That's really important. That's oh why, my, oh my that's gosh. why I said that's to really, you, that's I think. That's really great, though, because I think mine is. <laughs> well, let's see, yeah. Mar Marshanda, you're, okay. you're going to be in a little different situation yes, on I yours. Am. You are, you are a powerful red-blue as well, and this is not showing me exactly. Do you remember your percentages? I think my red percentage was 46. Okay. And my blue was 41 or 42, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Okay. So you have high percentages in both as well. So you realize that caring and that compassion that has to happen. Absolutely. But before color code, let's talk about before color code. <laughs> and limitations. Mm -hmm. I think Marshonda wants to go first. How were you before color code in terms of understanding getting self? Um, I just felt like most people understood me, where I was coming from. To be motivated and a go-getter, you expect everyone else to be motivated and a go-getter and get what you're trying to do and how determined you are. Because, especially when you're working for a company or an organization, you feel like everybody's getting paid to do their job. Yes. And do what they're being paid to do. So you think that they're all pulling from the same rope. But what you discover is the hardest human nature quirk, in my opinion, is realizing that everybody's not like you. A lot of times you think when you're out there doing your thing, you think people are just like me. And so you don't get it when they don't get it. Especially sure. from a red-blue perspective. We are we are the most complicated of the color codes to get along with red, blue, or blue, red in terms of our primary and secondary because we're heavy. We're driven by getting things done and we want to be understood. Yes. Yellows and whites are lighter because they'll just move on and say, forget about it, whatever. I don't need the conflict. Okay. And they're really cool with that. They are. And the yellows want to just go have some fun. So they're much lighter. Mm -hmm. So earlier, before color code, you just assumed people got it and understood. I did. And the truth of the matter is they don't. They do not. 
So what you had to do was get yourself before, yes, and understand, okay, this is how I show up. Oh, wait a minute. Other people show up in a lot of different other distinctions. That would change how you engage them. Yes. You agree, Vicki? Yeah, absolutely. The same type of thing. So after color code, how are you showing up now after color code with the intelligence and the people science of this? Oh, I'm very aware. Walking into a room, walking into... Um, a meeting, dealing with family, dealing with meeting new people um, when they are different color code than myself and how I need to engage them um, and how I need to kind of set back and think how am I leaving them when I leave them, how am I leaving them feeling? Right. Um, and it took some, it took a little bit, it took, you know, meeting you and you telling me my truth um, and working on it. 80% of the time and just making sure I'm doing it. That's huge. You know she said, Vicki, not 100% of the time because she needs some time off just to be herself. I do. But when you work on something that's important to you 80% of the time or better, you're going to nail it. Yes. And so what you're, what you're seeking to do really is to go in and learn the language of others. What language do they speak? Yes. So when you, learn, when you learn the language of a white, you know not to present conflict for them yes. when you're seeking to gain something from the matter, from them or the situation or for the job or the department or whatever it is. When you're dealing with a yellow, you know not to bulldoze with the red right. because you know to keep your conversation short, your answers tight, and nothing super deep. That doesn't mean they're not smart and they can't go deep, but just right. layer it on them. Mm -hmm. They can take it better layered on than all on. Yes. If you're dealing with another blue-red, red-blue, just because they're <laughs> the same color as you, you don't deal with them the same. Am I dealing with an introverted blue or an extroverted blue? Does it make sense? Yeah, it absolutely makes sense. One of the things that um, I've came to realize is, you know, I mentioned what makes me happy is my employees is I, I am cognizant of what they are. So I built those relationships. Yes. And as a result, I do treat them in the way that they want to be treated and check for understanding and make sure. But it's the other uh, positions that I've been in where I now I'm very mindful of just listening understanding and then if I have something to say I say it as a red you just want to say it right because you know but well mostly because first mm -hmm. off you know you're right Mm -hmm. Right? No, well, not no, always. No, 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 no. Wait, that no, no you're right. No, because you we're not that like, Be I know I'm not. Because you've done your homework <laughs> and you don't say it unless you believe you are right. And we're passionate. It doesn't mean that you really are right. It means you believe that. Yes, yeah, so we're passionate now, about you can, it. Yeah, you're very passionate about it, as I am at this moment. Right. <laughs> <You've> <laughs> and you get to see and that you stand corrected as well when you have compassion and listening, like you said, yes. for what is the greater good? What is the, who has the best intelligence? Maybe I don't have the best intelligence right. here right. in this situation. But you don't start off thinking that you don't. Uh, so, and neither do I. I start off feeling, because we do our homework. We, do. we don't mind doing the long, we'll stay up all night long if we have to. Yeah. Do you think a yellow's going to stay up all night long doing homework? No. No. They're going to get get some rest so they can get them have some fun the next day. Not necessarily a bad thing either. Right. Mm -hmm. So before color code, you may have been a little more. Were you a little more insensitive about what other how other people were showing up? As in, it just didn't come to you to think about. Wait, maybe they don't think the way I think. Oh yeah, and as a result, I um, actually want truth. So you know, I've asked people. You know, what could I do? to make this better. Very nice. So, so you've actually, after Color Code, it's given you a different insight, and now you're governed by, wait a minute, let me, ch let me check the situation, 
see where we all stand and see how I can best now show up in this situation. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yes. I think that's a round of applause for this one, right? Don't you? <laughs> yeah. I like that because that's not easy to do. Looks like we have someone in the chat room, Lisa. Yes. Cher has one more question. Okay. Have either of the guests asked members of their professional teams to take the assessment? And if so, have the results changed the dynamics of their team? Ooh, I like that. Let's start with you, Vicki. I have mentioned the assessment. Jesse has written a fine book that is a great reference and have recommended several of my employees to read that book. So have not, I don't know if they have taken the assessment yet, but we are, we do one-on-ones and we t discuss it. So the recommendation was high. Very nice. Well, that's going to be incredible, especially, first of all, you already have a wonderful team. I think really what would be really interesting at some at some point maybe the leadership team takes it mm -hmm. so the leadership team because they're at the top they take it and even as well as they believe they know one another how much better could they know one another inside of a, a 25 to a 35 minute investment and in say a an hour you know program that talks about how we all get together and then pass that down to the team well, I believe it always adds value yes. if you look at yourself first because if you're a leader and the way you behave, you create all the rest of the people behind you just like you. <laughs> if you're a good leader, you're going to have good people. If, you know, if you're a great leader, you're going to have great people. I totally agree with that. And so to Cher's question, did we answer that question, Lisa, pretty well? Yes. Okay, very good. Did you have an answer for that too, Marshanda? Um, it's just me. Okay. Um, as a team, I've talked to some friends about it, um, and the one thing we discussed, they knew right away I was red, blue, but the reading, the book that we came up with, because I read it again with Jesse, um, was Who Moved My Cheese? So we had a great, great conversation um, around that. You familiar with Who Moved My Cheese, Vicki? Yes. yes, Spencer Johnson, you know, mm -hmm. that whole parable about the... Uh, mice and yes. the little people, mm -hmm. him and Ha, Sniff and Scurry, mm -hmm. yes. and they talk about, you know, when change happens, and, most people stay stuck, right. mm -hmm. and they don't want to move, right. and these mice and these little people had to move because all the cheese that was in cell block C <laughs> was no longer in cell block right. C, and if they wanted to live, they had to move out into the maze and go find new cheese, yep. and oftentimes in life, we have to find new cheese. If we build the greatest of relationships through what we're talking about by using people science like the color code, it's much easier to find new cheese than when you cannot relate to people at this level. Right, you guys agree? agree. Ladies agree? Yes. Yeah. I think the um, one thing that I was laughing about is it's like the matrix. Take the blue pill or the <laughs> red pill. <laughs> it is. Don't get me started because I know that one yeah, too. Okay. That, that's a really good one too. Mm -hmm. take, I use that all the time because if you take the blue pill, you, you go to bed at night, you wake up in the morning and you don't know anything, nothing ever happened. You take the red pill and it'll take you down the rabbit hole, show you the way. Yeah, that was, re that was Morpheus, right? Yeah, I think yes, so. Yeah, yeah, and the movie Matrix. Lisa, you have someone in the chat room. Cher had one last question. What's the difference between the color code and other personality assessments? That's a great question. I, wanted, I was going to talk about that, and we only have a few minutes left. So let's just say that there are other really good assessments out there as well. There are many of them. There are dozens of them. There is Fascinate. That, that's a, pro, it's a personality assessment. There, is, there would be DISC analysis. There's Myers-Briggs. There is Enneagram. There are a number of other. What I like best about the color code is it talks about who you are at the innate core level. Once you know yourself at the innate core level, that may not be who you are today because you may have made some changes, you may have done some work, you have had some therapy or some, or some you know, advanced courses on 
human behavior, all these different things. But what I like about the color code is it, is it lets you know who you are at the core space of who you are, even with the changes that you make. And with that, actually, you know, ladies, I, have, I brought these in. I wore them so I wouldn't forget. This red bracelet says power, and this one says, the blue one says on it, intimacy. I'm going to have you pass that one down to Vicki, those two down to Vicki, because she's a blue-red. That's a gift. And this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is a blue-red gift made by my niece, and she actually lives in Oregon, and her name is Tani, and she's 13. She heard me talking about the color code, so she made me a blue-red bracelet out of a little rubber band, so I'm going to give that Aww. one to you. Thank you. Matches your outfit. Isn't that cool? Yes, it's cool. So you ladies now have been ordained as great ambassadors of the color code. Now you're wearing the gear. Good yes, stuff, yeah? yeah? Great. So as we close, let's talk about what's the real difference that the color code has made in your lives? Vicki, with you, in terms of using this. I think um, self-reflection and the difference between all the other assessments and this assessment, it's very clear. It's not a paragraph explaining, it's words and characters yes. that explain to you. Nice. So you can relate to those based on how you are showing up. So when you say bossy, I mean, it triggers something of, oh yeah? That, <laughs> yeah. So I think it's so clear, that's, that's what I like about the difference of them. I've taken all the other assessments as well. No, you've, you've, you've been around the horn, because mm -hmm. this is your thing, you're into this stuff. So that's yeah. good, that's really good. Mm -hmm. um, analogy about that. What about you, Marshanda? Um, since doing the color code, I, I needed a moment to heal and to process things. Um, and I had a friend to tell me about you, and I was like, no, don't, I don't want to hear all that. Um, and the moment I realized it was time to do something different, it was time to, okay, venture out and see what it is, what my truth is, is when I met you and you made me realize what my truth was by looking in the mirror nice. and how I want to leave people feeling. And you are responsible for that. Yes. We are all 100% responsible for how we show up and how we affect others and how we build relationship equity, how we, build, how we go through that whole master in the art of relationships. We are 100% responsible. We can't leave it to the other side. Right. We have to understand them, read the situation, read the matter, read the people, get a feel for how we believe they're showing up and what their character is, and make the proper adjustments on our side yes. from doing the work. Yes. You, 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 you both agree I with agree. that? I, agree. I do. I think it makes you healthier it does. as a person. It does. it does make you healthier as a person. Mm -hmm. And it lets, you, it lets you bring yourself to a space of getting yourself and then getting over yourself. That's mm -hmm. true. And then getting on with life. So it's been incredible having the two of you here. Thank I knew you. this was going to go great. really fast. You're going to have to come back. And the next time you come back, we're going to have a whole bunch of fun, nothing technical. We're going to bring back some great anecdotes for the people to see and have a great time. So, Vicki and Marshanda, thanks for being on the podcast. This Just Talk, powered by Lisa Listen, is more the power behind the engine. I just kind of stand by and do what I can. And just want to thank you both. So, thanks thank for being you. here. Thank, thank you. you. And remember, Marshanda said it a few times through this. At the end of the day, it's all about how you leave them feeling. It's true. There you go.